Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hussies Bitches. Hey, there we go. Did you want me to also ASMR? No, I just need to say ASMR. Um, oh, that's totally okay. For those yeah. of you, for everyone actually, because I'm gonna cut the <laughs> cut out all of what happened before this. My mother is upstairs. <laughs> my lovely mother, and I do not want to scream Hussies Bitches with my mother in the near vicinity. You know, it just feels like a thing that I shouldn't do. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe we won't end up screaming hussies bitches much longer. We we might have to cancel <laughs> Dude, ourselves. I was soon. literally, I was literally about to bring that up. So I haven't watched the video yet. I have not either. I do. Okay, so um, for those of you who are still somewhat passively engaged in the Homestuck fandom, you might have seen there were these recently. There was like a second. There, there a long time ago. There was like a video, like a two-hour video. Um, that, do you, long time ago, it was from April. That's like long-ish ago. That's like a, a okay. relative to two months ago, this, what's her name? Do you know her name? I don't know her name. Sarah Zed. Sarah Zed released a video on Homestuck, two hours long. Chonker, you know? Things are happening. <laughs> and then, just like, what, two days ago, she uploaded a, couple days ago, a yeah. second video, and neither Bria or I have watched it. I haven't watched Did you watch the first one or no? I got, like maybe 45 minutes 45. into the first one gotcha. but then I was like I kind of want to talk about the video on our podcast so I never finished it yeah because I want to do that too <laughs> so um yeah anyways apparently the second video <laughs> was talking about some problematic things with hussy and the people who are making homestuck so the fandom is in a little bit of an uproar about it which I've seen from the homestuck reddit which um keeps getting recommended to me on my phone but uh <laughs> Bria and I have not watched the videos and probably at least I don't think we'll watch the videos until we're finished reading Homestuck but we acknowledge <laughs> that we might need a, a rebrand <laughs> moment um and honestly that's okay because I was looking at our uh, little thumbnail and I realized that the shade of black that I used for my hair is different from the shade of black I used for your hair, and it really bothers me. <laughs> okay. See, you know, so. it's perfect timing. Yeah. And I, I had to bring that up, too, so that everyone could get pissed off with me. Hell yeah. Just because it's slightly different. Anyways, we, we read. <laughs> we did read. We read uh, Act 6, Act 2, right? And then the intermission and then no oh act six act one <laughs> no i don't know <laughs> you go you tell them <laughs> we read we read from act six act one up to act six act three so that's act six act one act six act one intermission act six act two and act six act two intermission there we go thank you bria <laughs> thank you you're so welcome <laughs> but so we read that um and I summarized it, so um, I guess we love just, that song. Yeah, thank you. I guess we should just get into it, right? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I can't wait to listen. Cool. So we start off with a video sequence where you see glimpses of where the Beta Kids lived. Also, I need to correct myself from like everything that I might have said in the past. I feel like I probably referred to like John and the others as the alpha kids because I'm a dumbass. They're not. They're the beta kids because when you are introduced to Jane, she literally has suburb alpha like poster. And I was like, damn, I'm 
dumb. <laughs> I, yeah, you're so right. But it's also like they're the B kids, so it gets difficult, it does, right? Yeah. They're B, they're B2. Um, but like John and them, the the beta, the real beta kids are B one, so they're both B kids. Yeah. But I also referred to all of them as as beta kids in my notes, so it's fine. We'll we'll fix it we'll up. Fix as it up. We, so yeah. Anyways, the new ones are the alpha kids. So we see glimpses of where the beta kids lived. Like you see, like John's old home and Jade's home and all their other old homes. But it's not them who live there anymore. And at the end of the sequence, we see a new girl in John's old house. And the end screen is, like, this computer, but it's, like, a little bit different from the computers we've seen in the past. It has the green, like, medical snake symbol, which I did not look up the name of. It has an actual name. I just don't know it. <laughs> and then an Alternian, it says, click the arrow to continue. And then someone with gray hands clicks the button on the computer and clicks enter. Then Did you translate that? I did translate it. It wasn't that. It was, it was. I, I can't do it. I just, like, I can't, like. My eyes don't work that way. It's difficult. It took me probably, like, ten minutes. <laughs> but I, I had nothing better to do at work, you know? <laughs> but then, <laughs> then um, you have your introduction to Jane Crocker, who is 15 years old, not 13. So these alpha kids are not mm-hmm. 13. She's waiting for her copy of Suburb Alpha. I put alpha in all caps so I wouldn't talk up. <laughs> then suddenly you turn into Jake English. And you're brought to this choose-your-own-character screen with Jane, Jake, and two unknown alpha kids that you can't choose to be. But, so you can choose to be Jane. And you learn that Jane uses a recipe modus that has, like, a recipe for how to alchemize the item instead of a capture code, which she's like, this is maybe useless, but maybe it'll come in handy. It probably will. Then she uses a spoon-kind <laughs> weapon that has a crocker spoon, Betty Crocker. And then she has three bunnies from her best alpha buddies. Indiana Jones from Jake, a a wizard bunny from Mystery Girl, and then a mystery bunny from the Mystery Boy, because the Mystery Bunny is just, like, off doing its own thing. (laughs) Then she has a conversation with Jake. At 11.11, Crocker Corp has a big rebranding, which is so perfect for this episode, right? All about rebranding. And the spoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the spoon. I was like, rebranding what? Yeah. But we're the ones rebranding. We're the ones rebranding. And so are they. Yeah. Crocker Corp changes from a spoon to a trident. Whoa, kind of looks familiar, doesn't. <laughs> then, now the weapon that she has, she had the spoon with a button, and it can change between a spoon and a fork, which is very fun. Jane is cheered, not trolled, by Uranian Umbra, who's an alien girl playing suburb in another session and in, like, an alternate universe, and she's telling Jane how important today is going to be without spoiling, because uh, UU hates casual spoilers. Then Wait, did you just call her a troll? Um, she's, no, I said alien girl. Okay. But she, I said that she's cheered, not trolled, because it says, like, she ah, starts gotcha, cheering gotcha, her, yeah, which yeah. I just thought was so mm-hmm. cute. Um, then Jane tells you that she woke up on Prospect. Jane has a copy of Detective Pony for Mr. Strider. I felt I must mention this. Um, she also owns a grist widget that turns items and boondollars into grist. The tiara top that speaks, like, messages propaganda from Crocker Corp to her. Then Jane and Lalonde have a conversation about the Batter Witch conspiracies and their friendship. Jane goes to retrieve the mail to get the sperm copy. Then, boom, character selection screen. Now you can be Jake. It's Jake time, baby. Um, this is unless you were me and made the chose to do Jake first for some reason. <laughs> I literally did the thing like I did last time with the weird like scrapbook where I clicked to make sure I was going to the next chronological page. Not necessary, but I did it anyways. 
Also, you will see that in this summary, I start, like, I always mention trivial details, but some of these details are really trivial, and like, later I just don't deal with it. So, my first <laughs> thing about Jake is that I put that he dons his Laura Croft-style holster to his guns and then puts it away. Cause, oh, wow, that's, yeah, because I, I, when it comes to Homestuck, some trivial details can become very because important. Because I feel like but, I remember him, like, wearing this later uh, in the, I don't know, yeah, I mean, he probably he wears about, he it. He was like, if but... I was wearing, like, shorts, like, short shorts, I could probably wear this. And I was like, I feel like I remember Jake English wearing short yeah, maybe, shorts. Maybe when he gets a god tier or something, maybe. you know? So, anyways, yeah. Jake works on the <laughs> Robo Bunny to send to Jade. Jake has a puzzle modus, but with one giant thing in his, uh, in his, like, inventory that is a mystery to us. But Jake says he, he feels like he needs it in the future. Then, oh, I put OMG no, Jake likes Spider-Girl and her spiderness and sass, which um, comes back to haunt us all later. Jake and Uranian Umbra talk about the game and universe stuff in a non-casually spoiling way. Yu-Yu says that kids are paving away for the arrival of the gods with this game. Jake puts on an outfit that looks alarmingly like Lord English in every every single way <laughs> then jake um asks strider for more uranium but it turns out it's strider's autoresponder because strider put an autoresponder in his pointy glasses because why why wouldn't he then jake has another conversation with the autoresponder about the bro bot that strider sent to him that he needs to beat to get the uranium but it's a bit <laughs> this is another trivial detail jake said it got a bit tender when it fights on novice level so then the autoresponder was like okay i'm gonna change it to advanced have fun and then you go to fight the <laughs> robot, then boom, character selection screen, you already selected everyone, so you go on. Now you're back to being Jane. Unless you did what Bria did, then you just continue being Jane. Um, you're locked in the house, your dad locked you in the house. Some shenanigans with a dead stuffed grandpa by the fireplace. You read the inscription in the giant Colonel Sasquatch holding that was written by Nana, that you, you was like, hey, you should read that, because you wrote it and jane is like mm, did i okay then jane <laughs> pesters jake about her dream and says that in it his dream self was dead jake and lalon talk about the game and also shipping stuff with him and jane there's so much shipping stuff in this stop game. there's so much shipping <laughs> stuff <laughs> jake is attacked by a fauna that looks like a lucis um the robot is lurking in the background jane summons her robot bunny which is the one that strider made for her they're more Lucis encounter. I'm just gonna call them Lucises because that's pretty much what they are. They look exactly like the Lucises. Yeah. And they're just all, all up in Jake's Island. Then that's lore that I'm still waiting on. Oh yeah. I'm just like, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> Jane and Strider talk about irony and the bro bunny and Strider's bro. Strider tells Jane that he will be the leader, but func that she will be the leader, but functionally he will be pulling the strings in the game. Jane finds a way to get out of the house with Lil Seb, which is Bro Bunny's new name. Then the bro-bot bleats like a goat. The bleeding like a goat finally came and kills this. No, I think it's still gonna come. It's still gonna because come. that was the that was not Dave. That was just it's the bro-bot. I feel like but they I feel like I'm still waiting. They can't cheat me out of this. They like it's a, it, it was a good reminder of the bleed. Yes, to come, but it was a good bleed. Yes. It was very weird. Um, and kills the big loses that was going to kill Jake. And then Jane is about to grab the mail when the mailbox ex the mailbox explodes because people are trying to assassinate Jane because she is the heiress to Crocker Corp. Um, I'm gonna keep calling it Crocker Corp, which even though I don't think that's exactly what it's called, that's what I'm gonna call it. I think yeah, yeah. it's close enough. And then the end of act that's the end of act six act one we start. Um, and then Robo Hussy decides to level up John and Jade who are on their little ship. Um, who have now gotten the gift of gab, which means instead of talking through the chat client, they just talk like regular people. 
Now we're at intermission. John and Jay talk travel about the yellow yard, which is like the yardstick because they can't tell what it is because they're like tiny. They talk about universe shenanigans. Jade says that they're going to be traveling for three years between these two windows. Then um, she says that Rose and Dave did destroy the green sun. They actually helped like create it because they were all um, bamboozled. Then they see this weird panel of, like, a frog hand in a universe. Not they, like, we see it as readers. I don't know what it was, but it felt important. Now we see Mail Lady and Beck Noir are facing off. Beck Noir is flushed for Mail Lady, but Mail Lady <laughs> wants to, is, like, has, like, black hatred, you know? Then Beck Noir absconds. <laughs> the troll meteor is flying towards the green sun, and you see the ali- the alive trolls who are, like, Carcat, Terezi, um, Gamzee, Kanaya, I think, like them. Yeah. You see them with Solux's dead body, and then dead Solux come, like, the weird, the Solux with, like, a black and white eye, and then God Tier Radia, and then Rose and Dave. They all come, and they all unite, and it's a fun time. It's a, it's a weird time. Then yeah. Jade shows all of this through her weird, like, omniscient body window, and John is like, what? And then Jade says that John... <laughs> Sorry, I really like that impression of John. <laughs> Thank you. It's my 13-year-old. Well, 14-year-old boy now impression, because uh, almost. Not at this point, just kidding. I lied. Yeah, at this point. Not at this point. Yeah. But then Jade is like, John, you can go join everyone if you want, uh, but I I uh, can't go with you. And John is like, I'm not going to leave you alone for three years. And then John decides to send a note to the trolls in a bucket. Very important. <laughs> Rose and Dave level up and get the gift of gab, too. Aradia wants a corpse party. Carcat is panicking like crazy. <laughs> Rose is, like, kind of the leader strategist now for those group because she's, like, the seer of light and no shit. Then Aradia and Solux plan on staying behind because they have stuff to do. Gamzee stealing more bodies because that's what he does now. <laughs> Kanaya gets ready to go hunt Gamzee. And then the pail with John's note and Dave Sprite and Jade's note flies through this portal and hits Carcat in the head. And Carcat has a mental breakdown because of this. And there's a little Easter egg that if you click at the end in a certain area, there's a, there's like a Nick Cage montage. Fun time. <laughs> and he says, my plan is to give the boner. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah, I said Nick Cage boner Easter egg. Good time. Yeah, it's, it's good. Then Rose is like, we gotta wait for one other person. And that one other person is the mayor, but not really the mayor. It's the mayor's dead body. And then Solix and Aradia give the meteor a little push in the right direction. I mean, it's more of a big push, but you get what I mean. The male lady sees the meteor from a distance and it flies off. Uh, you see, It was his de- dead body? Who, yeah, the mayor? Yeah. Mance was dead, bro. Wait, are you gonna get to this? Because now I'm confused. Yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Okay. There's a point. I missed something. Oh, okay. I, I have it in my notes. You'll see. What happens. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, because they're talking about it. They're like, uh, is he dead? And Rose is like, yes, but don't worry, it'll be solved later. And it is, which I know right. somewhere. But then you see visions of the Batter Witch Demon, Strider, Lalonde, and Jake in the clouds, and you see that Jane is awake on Prospect, and her moon is passing through sky, and that's the end of Intermission One. Then, Jane wakes up on Prospect. Jack Noir kills Dream Jane. Jack Noir talks with Courtyard Droll and mentions the new administration, who is someone who is okay with cheating and has large hair. Uh, wonder who that could be. <laughs> who knows? Then Courtyard Droll kills Jake, says that he killed Jake with peanuts, because apparently Jake is severely <laughs> allergic. Jane's dream body does some lifey thing. Then Jane's tower explodes. Real Jane is sleeping next to the house, safe from the mailbox explosion, unknown to her father for a few seconds. Then Jane has a first guardian god cat. The god cat just kind of be traveling everywhere. Wild time. G-cat. G-cat. Uh, love him. 
Then Lalonde sends Jane the game. Jane says that she believes Lalonde, like, um, and everything she said and wants to believe everything she has told her and will tell her. Then Lalonde disappearifies Jane's rare Sassaker book, then, like, flips her shit for some reason and leaves the chat. Jane tries to run the program that- WHAT?! I'm gonna bleep that. Then Jane tries to send it back. You're going to reveal her name in, like, two minutes. okay. I got- Oh, you're literally right. It is in, like, literally two yeah. minutes. It's okay. I'm censoring it anyway. Yeah. But Lalonde <laughs> disappears if eyes Jane's rare Sasker book and then flips her shit and leaves. Then Jane tries to run the program despite Lalonde saying not to, and her computer explodes because it was an apt program. Then, um, you have, uh, Strider and Jane talking. Strider says that he's been awake on Durst for, like, a long time and can be awake. He's, like, awake in both places in real life and on Durst at the same time. But Lalonde is sleepwalking all the time on Durst, and uh, he also says that they need to take down Jack Mar. Um, then Strider becomes Jane's server player because Lalonde did some fucky-wucky shit. Then you officially <laughs> introduce... Da, 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 da. Roxy Lalonde and Dirk Strider. I will say I am so glad their names are finally here because every time, like, Dave's bro is mentioned, I always was like, Dirk. But then I was like, no, I have to write Dave's bro in my notes because I, I don't want to reveal his name yet. Anyways, that's here. And then you get introduced and then, boom, character selection screen. You can be Roxy Lalonde and Dirk. So I decided to be Roxy first. You learn she has a message in a bottle modus because she's a drunkard and drinks wine all the time. Um, she talks about her dead cats in glass and her mom's book series, Complacency of the Learned, which the cover art of the character Calmatis looks suspiciously like hussy with white hair and gray paint and a green suit. That's all I have to say. And the cover also has those <laughs> funky science scepter swirlies we saw earlier that I don't know what they're called still. I also don't know. There's, de- I'll look it up because there's definitely. A name. Oh, that, 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 yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, 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 that. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look it up. You right should. Now. It's the same thing yeah. we saw on the computer yeah, earlier. Um, she has a cat named Friglish that looks suspiciously like Jasper's in a suit. Uh, she has Jake's private journal with genetic code, which is bark. That's Jake's genetic code, but um, Lalonde does not know that it's genetic code. Then Roxy blacks out. She starts this sleepwalking on Dirk sequence. We see Dirk covered in blood and a bunch of the trolls and humans, even some, like, god-tier trolls that we've not yet to see. Like, we see, like, god-tier Karkat and Nepeda. And Ra- Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause because I found out its name. It? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, like, Caduceus. Cadu- that's what I was inclined to say was Caduceus. Interesting. Yeah. I'm Caduceus. just gonna... What if I just piss people off and I was like, it's a caduceus. 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 But, yeah. That thing. That's the serpent thing. That's the serpent thing. Yeah. So, anyways, she, Roxy's sleepwalking, and she starts to, she sees in her, she, like, starts to wake up after sleepwalking in front of Rose, but then before they, like, fully see each other, they both wake up, Rose and Roxy both wake up in real life. Then Roxy and Dirk talk about Durst, Roxy's daughter, because Roxy's like, I think I saw my daughter, uh, the children that they will never have because Dirk is gay, and Roxy keeps harping on that fact, and the, how the game could resurrect Roxy's dead mom, which is apparently why she's interested in the first place. Roxy tells Dirk her scheme to send Jade the Ath code. Dirk says not to, then Roxy flirts with Dirk's AI, which has a thing that happens. The Dirk AI uh, <laughs> says that Dirk likes Jake. That's what he tells Roxy. Uh, and that uh, Dirk is going to make a move. So Roxy, then we go to Roxy, um, who accidentally killed her cat when she summoned the Colonel Sassaker's book because it, like, fell on the cat. 
and now she has to return the dead cat to the reality with, with from which she stole it, which was from her mom, or from who she thinks is her mom. Yeah, Rose. It was crazy. It was Jasper's the whole it time. Was, it was Jasper's the whole time. So then she, like, <laughs> travels between the places in her house using these, like, window plane connectors. I don't really know how to, like, describe them. Um, yeah. but then- They're, like, portals, but they're windows. Yeah, they're, like, portals that kind of look like the weird windows that we see the all the time. The fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. Then Uranian Umbra and Roxy talk casual spoilers. It's revealed that Roxy is a rogue of Void, and you get, like, class aspect lore. Then, while Roxy's traveling between planes, she sees her dream self. Then we go to character selection. You be Dirk. The, my Dirk section is so short for some reason. I just put shenanigans, has a sweet bro hella Jeff tattoo, likes Rainbow Dash, <laughs> uses Tacopimokis, <laughs> be dream self, rap battle with Square Wave, Dream Dirk kills Hegemonic Brew. Real Dirk has combo with Roxy, we already read. Then has a combo with AI about multitasking abilities and the plan with Jake. Both AI and Dirk compete to help Jane escape to, like, the computer with a game on it. The AI takes over Jane's server duties while Dirk talks to UU, reveals that UU is playing with her, like, sort of brother. Dirk is the Prince of Heart. Even more class aspect lore. UU writes fan fiction about the Alpha Kids, apparently, and also makes fan art, which is extremely cute. Then Dirk exits his room, and now you go back to being Jane. Jane is about to start AI stuff um, when Roxy messages her about the Jake situation. Roxy is like, yo, you need to make a move, because Dirk is gonna make a move, and we know our boy Jake likes adventure, so he probably will say yes. Um, <laughs> then uh, Dirk officially wakes up in Durst, because he's been, like, pretending that he was asleep and stuff. Um... He officially wakes up in Durst by placing the hegemonic brute's head on a stake in the middle of the it's town. It's so fucking so cool. So badass. So freaking good, bro. <laughs> then you see Jake and the robot fight, and then we see the Batter Witch commanding Diamond Droogs. Or, I don't know if that was, Didi, I don't remember what his name is in, like, the... Oh, uh... Dignitary? The, is, something Dignitary? Is this, is he still the Draconian Dignitary, or did they all get new names? I think it's still Draconian Dignitary because Courtyard Droll is still the same. Okay. So I imagine. Anyways, yeah. DD, because he was around all the screens, and then you see you see the batter witch's finger going like, hey, I'm pointing, you know? Um, and then Jake falls asleep and wakes up in this weird void and sees a troll who looks like Vriska, it's like a Vriska ancestor, and Jake has confusing feelings because it's a spider girl who's blue. It's literally everything that he's ever wanted. <laughs> then Jake and Roxy talk about Jake's romantic escapades, then, oh, Jane and Jake go to Stop, talk Stop, this about hurts so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roxy was like, um, Roxy was like, Jake, go message Jane, because she needs to, you need to talk. And, uh, Jake's like, okay. So then Jane also messaged him, they, like, message each other at the same time, and they start to talk about it. And, uh, Jake is like, do you like me? And Jane is like... No! <laughs> and then, not only that, not only that, Jake is like, that's kind of a relief, because I think Dirk likes me, and, like, I don't know what to do, and Jane is like, go for it, you know, full send, how about you just ask him out if you're thinking about this, huh? And Jane the whole time is like, why, why am I saying this? So, um, and it sucks because, like, Jake is like, you're being such a good friend, and she's like, yeah, I'm such a good friend, like, I'm such the a The worst part- was, like, 
like halfway through this conversation she was like actually like I was wrong I've rethought and then Jake is like no 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 I don't want to pressure you into saying something that's not true (laughs) and at one point we'll talk about this later okay anyways we're gonna continue with the summary um because I get get real heated if I don't I lost my place bro okay Oh, no, no. it's okay. I I think I found it again. Um, (laughs) So Jane is very upset after this conversation, rightfully so, right? Then you see Noir go to kill Dream Jane again, but for real this time. But then the White Queen knocks Noir out. Then you go to Roxy in this lab that has a bunch of cats in it. And she purifies this, like, paradox mom to get her DNA slime. And also gets a scarf along the way. And this is where you get Roxy's iconic scarf that you see her wearing all the time. Uh, Fun time. Is it? I think so. Because I thought her iconic scarf is pink. She just... Oh, is that so a So I think there one? was, like, a... <gasps> You're right. Huh? You're so right. Yes. It's a different scarf. It is a different scarf. I, there was, like, a panel, like, really early on in Homestuck, I think, where, like, Hussie is, like do something with the scarf but then like the scarf is you're gone, so right like, there was no scarf here at all what are you talking about oh, but that that's the scarf you are so correct. yeah it's the scarf that scarf. rose knitted yeah. oh you're right okay but there's <laughs> scarf and stuff and then roxy sends friglish aka jasper's home and then you see a whole jasper sprite thing just like about how everything happened mm-hmm. boom and now uh you see that jasper sprite is on the ship with everyone like jade and dave sprite and everyone it's fun then roxy jumps through a portal to escape the hungry exiles in her lab because that's a thing and god cat <laughs> unplugs the portal and transports it to dirk's house now roxy in this like a weird void with a, a fairy looking asshole is what i said <laughs> Um, hey, that's what you're calling that her? That is what I'm calling her. If a fairy asshole <gasps> tries to choke Roxy, <laughs> then Undying Umbridge, you use bro, messages Dirk and talks about how he's going to kill all of the kids and how he wants to fuck shit up in the session he's going to play with his sister and calls Lil Cal a juju and is, like, scared of Lil Cal. Interesting times. Roxy escapes yeah. the fairy looking asshole and absconds to the lab, <laughs> then hides away. Don't worry, we'll get her name soon enough. Then, um... I know, but you're being so mean. I mean, she, it's not... It's just, she's a fairy looking asshole. She just looks like a fairy. It's true, but she's such a... She's so cool. It's fairy looking asshole, not derogatory. In parentheses, <laughs> not derogatory. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Simply factual. Then Jane enters the game, but not before seeing these Crocker Corp airships in the air. G-Cat prevents her from prototyping the dead grandpa. It does not happen. And then you see glimpses of... Like, this in the future, years in the future, this, like, Crocker underwater society, and then Dirk and Roxy escape their houses and are being approached by these, like, weird Crocker robot drones. Every time I'm saying that, I'm just thinking of Crocker from, um, A Fairly Odd Parents now, instead of (gasps) Betty Crocker. It's amazing. (laughs) Then, that's where, uh, Act 6, Act 2 ends. In the second intermission, you see Hussy painted as a troll trying to feed Robot Jack Noir milk and bring him back to health. <laughs> and as Mrs. Paint is trying to bring him the soup, she encounters Lord English. Then Carcat, you see Carcat having a conversation with himself in a memo about mortality and romance with Teresi, and then he gets trapped in this funny cycle. We see doomed <laughs> god tier for fairy revive Mayor. Um, which that is how the the mayor no longer is dead because they pass through a dream oh. bubble and it's like one panel where it happens. Yeah, I mi- yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That happens. Yeah. Um, and then you see uh, Dave and Terezi hanging out in Can Town. Dave pops in on Kanai and Rose doing some research. You get lots of lore. 
Rose is writing in this giant, like, book, and this is presumably the one that Uranian Umbra is, like, using and referencing for her own research, which she talks about with all of, like, the Alpha kids. I also did not get that, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then apparently the new session is a null session also, but it's a special kind of null session called a void session, where nothing gets prototyped before entry. Then we see a, fun- a funky Ecto Baby time chart that shows the differences between, like, the old session before the scratch and the new session, where, like, all the... It's weird. Uh, anyways, then Car Cat enters, and... Oh, Dave and Car Cat have a very extensive conversation. Oh, my God! Uh, about <laughs> troll romance. And they make a beautiful masterpiece in Rose's book. And then Dave suplexes Car Cat. Terezi says that a dream bubble is approaching. Then you uh, say that 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 was... Wait, that was all you said about that conversation? There was too much to unpack. We will unpack Can it. Can I cover it? Because it's like... I think it's important for my my stance as a dirty shipper. <laughs> okay, go. Go. <laughs> go for it. Okay. The whole thing was that Carcat was like... I am jealous a little bit of Dave because I'm actually in quadrant vacillation with Terezi <laughs> and like I think I deserve to be like red with Terezi on some days and black with Terezi on other days. So he goes to Dave and he's like, you know what, whatever's going on with Terezi, it's fine, but let's figure out this schedule for quadrant vacillation. So also read this whole book about it. And Dave is like, what the f- fuck are you talking about you're unhinged i'm gonna do whatever i want with terezi also you haven't even talked to her about this why are you like planning out her love lives as like a schedule that's so fucked um but yeah that that's that's the tea so oh my god i have so many thoughts so unhinged so unhinged but um that was like at the year mark that was a year of them being on the meteor and then you see a year of them being on the ship with john and jade and they're playing a ghostbusters mmorpg what a fun time (laughs) jade and john talk about how the others like they're like wondering how the others will be in three years and they talk some romance stuff with jade and dave sprite ooh la la (laughs) then jade uh, john falls asleep and is in this weird like void thing and sees dream roxy in the fairy looking asshole whose name is mina then Mina tries to kill Roxy, but John pushes her out of the way and gets stabbed, but not really. He, like, disappears and wakes up. And apparently mm-hmm. this is the dream bubble that, uh, like, the trolls are passing through in the void or whatever because um, Dave and Carcat see it and are like, John, what the fuck? And then, um, what happens after this? Then you hop into a memory of when Verska's cue ball exploded and Terezi goes blind. And you find out that it's not Vriska talking with Terezi. It's actually Arania, who's the Vriska-looking bitch that we saw earlier with Jake. And she's talking to Terezi in this memory. And Arania's leading Terezi, like, through her memory and these feelings about, like, killing Vriska and being a seer of mind. You get a bunch of lore shenanigans. Arania is on her mm-hmm. way to meet the troll she has not seen in billions of sweeps. Because apparently, like, the uh, Arania and her group of trolls have been dead for a long time and have just been in these dream bubbles for a long time. And they see each other frequently, except for one troll, which is presumably Mina, because Arania talks about how, like, they had a troublemaker in their group, much like Verska, and I don't know. It just seems like... Oh, that was who? I, I, I don't know. Mina seems like a troublemaker, but, unless she's not. Okay, I don't think it was Mina, because Mina is presumably dead. Right? Yeah. I think it's the... Oh, okay, um, well, we won't, I don't know who it is. If it's not well, them. But, okay, but we've seen her. 
Because she was with Doc Scratch. A ro- was that not Aradia? No, that was her ancestor. Oh, they, look, they look literally because the same. she because her ancestor like was delivered like much later than all the other oh. trolls. Right, right. I don't know. That confused me because she looks exactly That's like Aradia. my hypothesis. It is not Aradia. Interesting. Or Aradia. Aradia. Whatever you say her name. But yeah. Anyways, whoever it is, Arania is on the way to visit them and try and find them through the dream bubbles or whatever. Then where am I? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I love that part. Thank you. Yes. Now we see Noir and the male lady fighting, and then we see Lord English yeet Mrs. Payne. Then Hussey's freaking out and is like, "Why is he here? Of course he's here. He's always here. I need to go hide Noir." <laughs> and so he yeets Noir off the side of the building <laughs> into the water to try and hide him from Lord English. Then Hussey, good, yeah, what is, that's what you do with that's robots. What exactly, you do is throw them in water. Dunk them in water. Then Hussey bonks English with the empty white gun. Lord English shoots <laughs> the fuck out of Hussey. Then we see some troll in a desert of horses. Oh my God, it's Briska. Then Hussey proposes to Briska, <laughs> and that's that's what when the it ends. fuck was this? I don't know. <laughs> I I think it gets explained, but what the fuck it is was that? So weird. It was. so so but weird. yeah, that's the summary. Um, I don't know why that summary took me so long. It was m- significantly shorter than my last summary, but took me the exact same amount of time. We had we had some good banter during so it. We got, we got the bands. We got the bands. Yeah, that's I just, that's why we have this podcast for some good bands. So <laughs> many thoughts on the set. It's ridiculous. But Bria, you start off oh with your God. thoughts. Okay. Um. Okay. I have so many thoughts, but I think. I'm going to start off with, like, the big things, okay. which are the new characters, right? Because yes. we get a lot of new characters. We're going to get more in the next section, but we got <laughs> a lot of new characters. And at first, with the alpha kids, I was like, mm, I don't know how much I buy into this, right? Because a lot of them just, like, what? okay, <laughs> it, is, it is because Jake... It has a really weird style of speaking, and I'm like, what is... I love everything about it. But I I eventually, like, I started buying into it also, and, like, being like, oh, I really, like, I think it's so cute how he speaks. It's, like, very, um, like, what's the word? I don't... Antiquated. Oh, it's endearing. endearing. That's the word. It's very endearing how he speaks, as well as... I absolutely loved just like every interaction that Roxy and Jane had. Yes. Very much reminds me, Ayo McKenna, if you're listening to this right now, it feels like our vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. But I think the one thing that stood out to me about like these four kids is like, especially compared to like the last, like the beta kids they're all very much, like, already marked for greatness. They come from, like, really, like, important figures. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like in a way that takes away from, like, their relatability as, like, normal people. Um oh. Yeah. But, you know, otherwise I think they're very cool. The character that currently I have more problems with is, um, I think it's Uranium Umbridge? Or the, the brother? The, the, the gray text, yeah. Because right now, he's just kind of knockoff Carcat. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> and I guess, I, I think, I'm assuming that's supposed to be the joke right now. Because I, like, one oh. of the notes that I put was, um, what's it called? Because I think, I think Hussey was getting kind of, like, meta with it. 
I said, <laughs> where is it? Oh, and it's specifically like page four, six, five, zero. Like, it's where, like, mm-hmm. the conversation with Dirk and him. And there are certain things that he says that are literally, like, almost word for word things that Carcat has said in past conversations. Like, the mm. don't mis. Like, do you remember that thing, like, Carcat said a long time ago? Was like, it is an immutable fact that blah, 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 that does not mean that this is friendship or whatever. Sure. It was like that ex- exact same template in his conversation and there were a couple other things and then Dirk was like I'm getting deja vu for this like why does this feel so familiar uh, and Yu Yu was like I don't know like so I think that I think that was like yeah that makes up. sense yeah um I also like my thoughts on like the those two new characters in particular no spoilers there is like I I missed a lot of the lore the first time I read it yeah with, with that when it came to them and I'm hoping it's just because, like, I wasn't paying well enough attention and that it's actually there. But I don't remember, like, really connecting to them as much as, as like, the other trolls. Gotcha. I remember yeah. connecting with the the, the girl because she's so sweet. <laughs> she's so She's fun. so wonderful. She's so sweet. <gasps> I love her so much. I cannot <laughs> wait until we, like, meet her, meet her. She's so lovely. Yeah, no, that's going to be really fun. It'll be so good. Do you want to go with one of your comments? Um, I guess it's just, like, playing off, like, it's so interesting, because, like, you're, the, how you're talking about how all these kids were destined for greatness, I was Mm -hmm. so fixated, like, on all of their relationships to their aunts, I thought they were, I mean, like, I thought they were Mm -hmm. cool, like, they're very cool, but it did not, for me, like, distract from, like, relating to them, it just made me love them more, because I was, like, I was, like, oh, I see all the glimpses of, like, their, like, the other kids, like, of the beta kids in their personalities, and it made me so happy, because I was, like, I miss the beta kids, like, um, (laughs) and it's just so interesting, like, the, how the relationship changed, because with the beta kids, like, the, like, in that time, like, for John, Jane was the grandma, but now John is Jane's grandma in this timeline. It is so or grandpa, or grandpa, <laughs> grandma. Uh, but it's just so, it's so weird. And I, every time I think about it, I'm like, whoa! It's mm-hmm. gonna be so weird when they meet. That's it's gonna be a lot of it's fun. Be a I'm lot very of excited fun. for it. I don't think that I got. I don't know if I got to a point where like they actually like the Beta and the Alpha kids met in mm. the last time I was reading. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. But I, I'm super excited for this whole chunk because, like, thinking about it, it's like we still have like a good like little less than half of this to go, mm-hmm. and I know how fucking bonkers this the rest of this gets. <laughs> I'm really excited for It'll it. It'll be super fun. Um, yeah. What other things do I have? Oh, another thing that I didn't understand at first. It was like one of the first notes mm-hmm. I made is I was like, why does Roxy, like, know and use the word pale and wiggling day and, like, things like that? But mm-hmm, it's because mm-hmm. um, her and Dirk, for some reason, you learn this in the weird ectobaby time chart, her and Dirk live, like, 400 years in the future from uh, Jane and Jake, but are able to communicate them through, like, this troll technology. So since right. big Crocker Corp for fairy lady, I don't know her actual name, is, le- like, leading everything... I guess there's, like, troll vernacular and stuff that is, like, incorporated into their daily lives. So I was like, why the fuck is she talking about being pale in, like, the first conversation that we were talking about? I was like, what is happening? That's a 
good thing that you pointed out because again here i am misunderstanding the lore i was like oh i guess she picked it up from the knowledge of of uh uh the girl i don't know lowercase yu yeah because i was like that could be like uh, also it because i know that yu yu is very eager to talk about yeah but it makes more sense that because they're very much living in the the condescensions or the batter which is new society yeah and then oh, ooh, oh then, okay i hmm. oh there's so much okay there is so much that i have to talk about um uh-huh. i put that the first dave card cat interact this is the first like other than the memo that we had a long time ago the first like dave and card cat talking like to each other interaction is in like page 4354 4, which is when all of them are meeting the first time and dave is like card cat shut the fuck up and card cat doesn't literally physically does not know how to be quiet and i just the dave cat interactions because you don't see that entire full year they literally go from zero to 100 like you get them talking for like a short interaction to them having like four pages of like full dialogue and like oh my god it was insane because i was like I was like, I don't remember how Dave Cat happens. I don't know what's happening. Like they, this is how this Dave is ha- Cat this happens. This is how it's happening. I was like, oh, it's happening now. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> like their whole fucking fight. I was like reading it. They were like struggling <laughs> when Cat was trying to draw the shipping diagram oh. or like the schedule. Oh. Dave was like, no, and he was grabbing for the pen, and they were like struggling with the pen together, and they were drawing dicks, and it was. He was like, yo, I, I do like, not have these feelings for you. I do not have black feelings for you, Dave. And Dave was like, what? <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It's so good. Uh, oh, my God. <sighs> so many thoughts on Dave. That was just... And then uh, the next thing I had was, oh, I put that... We, Me and Bria talked about this independently of this podcast, I think. I, I don't believe we, like, mentioned it in it. But Bria pointed <laughs> out... How, like, I think you might have mentioned it, actually. How, like, a lot of people have adopted, like, certain characters' vernacular or, like, certain things. And yes. And <laughs> Roxy, I think, is, like, the most influential because I... Stop! Literally, mm. I read Homestuck for the first time and I was like, you know what? Now I'm gonna start saying, like, P instead of pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to say, yeah. calm your tits all the time and, like, Roxy <laughs> says it once here and I was like, is that where I got it from? <laughs> I was like, what? And then, like, um, yeah, I just, I, I just didn't know. I was like, what? Then... Oh, I love Dirk. I will say, I, I love Dirk, but he, it's a big but, he had, (laughs) (laughs) when you first see his room, um, oh my god, TV that goes through different photos, right? And at first it's fine. It's like Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. You're like, cool. But very quickly. It goes to a bunch of, <laughs> and I hate that I know this word, it goes to a bunch of pony play pictures. If you do not know what pony play is, um, you are so lucky to live with the brain that you have, but I saw those, and I was like, jerk! I was like, why are you giving me equious horse vibes? I was Literally. like, why? 
when Hussey made Dirk, he was like, what if I made Equius cool? Because also Dirk <laughs> does, like, the, the robot, robot fighting, stuff. Yeah. I was like, hmm. and he's like, he's like a very <laughs> eloquent rapper, just like Equius is. It's literally like a cool Equius, which I didn't, yeah. did not pick up on my first time reading. <laughs> Will that change the fact that I love Dirk? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I <laughs> love Dirk so much, but um, <laughs> would you would you like to hear my Dirk story? <gasps> yes. It's really not that interesting. <laughs> I want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so I read this. You know, as I've said many a time, I read this uh, webcomic freshman year of high school. And that year, I went on a school trip to New York City um, for, like, you know, theater theater kid stuff. But I went, and so did this other girl who I got to read Homestuck. She was the one who came to Vriska. Uh, <laughs> but we learned that like we had this tour guide in new york city and his name was dirk so <laughs> the whole time we would just be like dirk, <laughs> dirk. dirk. we just yeah i i hate the person i was freshman year <laughs> no freshman but, freshman me also definitely would have done that yeah but shout out to me for getting um, one of the most popular girls in the school to read Homestuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> because my power, honestly. Is very powerful. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> I, okay, well, I have, I'm just like reading through my notes. I put that, so yeah. obviously there's like a bunch of characters who are, who are already like hella queer coded. Like a bunch. But Dirk mm-hmm. is like officially like the first like, I really like gay character. I was just like... Mm-hmm. <gasps> I was like, yes! It was so nice. Because it's good to have, like, queer-coded characters, but it's really awesome to have, like, you know, canonically, like, explicitly said. And from the get-go, too. And from, like, right off the bat. And he's not, like... You know, I feel like if you were to go, like, a stereotypical way, Jake is the one who is a little bit more queer-coded because he's kind of, like, fa- a little, like, you know, a little fantastical and whimsical and stuff. But he likes his whole, he like, adventure his- movies. He does, he does. But Dirk is, like, very not, st- like, a not stereotypically gay-coded, yeah. like, at all. So I think it's so mm-hmm. good to just have him off the bat, like, established as, oh, queer representation, so bro. Good. I just love Dirk so much. <laughs> oh. And then... You had, I don't know if this was, like, during recording last week, but you had, like, sent me oh, the Dirk uh, Jake fan, fan art. art. Yes, and I was like, oh, this was, like, a cool little fan art. And then I remembered, like, re, you know, I mean, like, I realized rereading this, you know, this week, I was like, oh, Jake and Dirk are act- we're actually, like, a thing. <laughs> Dude, I just Dirk, completely Dirk forgot about are, like, it. like, one of my, oh. <laughs> I, this is another note that I made. Okay, so there's a, um... On page 4,556, there is a specific... Okay, because, like, how I've mentioned before that there are, like, certain panels that I just very vividly remember, but they're very few Mm -hmm. and far between. And on this page, they say something between AI, AI Dirk, and real Dirk that is, like, said as a joke about AI Dirk is, like, oh, wouldn't it be, like, the bit... Or was it AI Dirk? It was someone talking to Dirk and being, like, Jake's whole thing is that he would want to be, like, oh... Ki- like kissing you in front of a giant mountain or something while like all this adventure stuff is happening and i know that that is a 
very, like, you wouldn't think that's important at all, but that's, like, a reference to this, like, panel that happens in the future that lives in my head rent-free, and I'm going to, I'm going to censor myself saying this, because I just need to tell Brita what it is, but it's this okay. panel where- What? I don't remember this You at don't all. remember that at all? Dude, that no. panel lives in- I'm, I'm a- Why did I repress Jake Dirt? I don't know. It's, like, my favorite ship. But, um, <laughs> that happens. I- I'm assuming that another censor happening is that it's when, like- What? You know, right. that's what I assume. Yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah, that like but. lives in my head rent free, and I read that, and I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> and another panel that that's like one that I just remember for no reason. It's literally when it's just Kanaya, Dave, and Rose standing around a table, and I like clicked, saw that panel, and I got like whiplash to middle school. I just like remember <laughs> sitting at my dining room table, just like reading this, and I was like. Oh. Uh, it was so weird. I don't know why, because that was a, not a very, in, like, significant... It was, like, a lore-building page, but the panel itself was very insignificant. So I was just like, why? <laughs> why this of all of the panels? You know when you, like, look at something as a child, and you're like, I'm going to remember this thing, and you, like, stare at it? And then years later, you're like, why did I spend my brain capacity remembering yeah, this, like, this random one. bug on a tree? <laughs> Facts. It was yeah. a, Oh, my God. Um, I have, like, some smaller things. That I was gonna mention, I guess. I'll mention them, bro. The first one. If Homestuck were written today, lowercase uu, that's just what I'm calling her, because I don't remember Pester Chum handles, and that's fine. That's still fine. Instead of her little emoticons, she would go uwu. Oh, she would. She would absolutely oh, go uwu. And I, <laughs> I think it would be cool if we just, like, released... Whoever did the, like, uh, the, the Homestuck Archive thing that we're reading, mm-hmm. you gotta make a version where it's just all oh, <laughs> oh, Dude, she is... I love her. I love her typing quirk. It is so cute just to have the, the little... Oh, I love them. They're just so cute. She's wonderful. Another cool, fun thing that I picked up on that just made me feel kind of cool and clever <laughs> was... For every, like, Alpha Kid character's, like, introduction page, the last uppercase, like, mm-hmm. word was, like, the element that they were the hero yeah. of. And I was like, look at me for, like, getting that. It was so cute. Like, when Dirks, I, I don't yeah. think I got it until Dirks, when Dirks said heart in mm-hmm. all capitals. And I was like, this is, like, a little bit, like, out of place. And then I was like, wait. I was like, I remember his god tier <laughs> outfit with his cute little heart. I was like, king. <laughs> king. Love him. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, <gasps> During the fucking, um, the intermission dave is like saying uh they're like talking about a fucking troll romance Mm -hmm. right but then dave goes moi rail yeah and i'm like that's how it's pronounced oh Uh, i'm not sure if that's how he was making if he was like making fun of it i don't know i'm still gonna say more rails yeah, I'm saying Moirail to you, but Mo- like if that's how it's pronounced, Moirails. fuck that. Yeah, no. Mo- Moirails for the win. Fuck that. I also I have a theory, but I don't know if it's spoilers because I like 
read, but I don't remember what actually happened. Um, say it, <laughs> and if I if we d- deem it to be spoilers, I'll censor it out. <laughs> okay, here's here's my fucking theory, right? So a thing that so <laughs> all I had mentioned that Hussey throws this like gun at um Lord English, mm-hmm. but that was because like it, he was like trying to shoot Lord English. He was like, "This is the only thing that can kill him. This gun." But it wasn't loaded, so he, like, threw it at him instead. So I literally, while you were talking, I was like, wait, what if Jake English is, like, because he, he's, you know, his last name's English, and his whole thing is guns. So, like, is he the one? See, that's what, like, I also (laughs) was trying to figure out what the connection between Lord English and Jake English is, because there's no way that it's not. And there was, um, there was a part at, like, in one of, Jake had a conversation with UU, and, lowercase UU, and she called him in the conversation, very, you know, just threw it out there, but it seemed really important to me, she called him Sir English, as, like, a little thing, she was like, aha, Sir English, and I was like, huh, interesting, it just made me, like, I'm, there's definitely some sort of connection between Lord English and Jake, and I just Mm -hmm. do not know what it is yet especially like it's established right off the bat with him wearing like the robe and the helmet yeah. that looks exactly like lord english's head and the freaking he has the whole yeah his shirt for god's sake has yes. fucking lord english on literally. it literally so i don't know what the connection is but i know it's there Mm-hmm. i have two more things that i want to bring up i think okay. the first thing is um we got so much lore about, like, how the classes work so and much. stuff like that. And I was thinking this would make, like, for such a good D&D campaign theme. <gasps> Just, like, Homestuck in general. You're so right. <laughs> Dude, it, you're so right. It honestly, like, helped me a Because, like, her explanation of, like, especially, like, positive and negative classes, like, really, mm-hmm. like, how she was, like, positive or, like, a- or active and active and passive not positive and negative but um like when she talked about how um oh what was i don't remember who's the opposite of bard i think it's prince oh it's or no yeah prince and bard are like opposites prince Prince and bard prince is active and bard is passive and it's like for like those two specifically it's like prince um actively brings destruction by blank whatever the uh, like um Mm -hmm. for dark it's heart and then Bard is, like, passively brings destruction. And then Yu was like, Bards can be really chaotic. Because they, they can either, like, bring a session, like, doom a session or bring it to victory. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. Gamsi's behavior makes so much more sense now. I was like, that's, like, in regards mm-hmm. to his class being a Bard. I was like, that makes Yeah, a lot he is sense. the Bard of Rage. Which is a horrible combination. <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. But yeah, I was just like, whoa, yeah. the, the... I, like, bookmarked some of that, because I think, yeah, that would so make a cool D&D campaign. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so D&D, girl, that'd be so fun. That'd be so much fun. Spinoff podcast? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, who are we gonna recruit? We're gonna have to make people homestuckies. Hey, Adrian, if you're listening to <laughs> this. <laughs> Screaming. I just know he knows a lot about uh, D&D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the last thing was I you had 
we had had this conversation earlier, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, about, like, the use of, like, slurs with the um, beta kids. Yeah. Because, like, they, they said, like, a lot of slurs then. Mm-hmm. But, like, reading, like, these older kids, they Nothing. have not said it at all. None. And it's, like, I think, you know, it's kind of just, like, a, a, a testament, I guess, to, like, the growth of, you know... You, you had said that, it you know, it makes sense for these, like, yeah, like edgy 13-year-old kids mm-hmm. in 2009 to really be, like, using that sort of language. And, like, the fact that, like, these older kids aren't kind of proves that, I think. Yeah, especially um, because, like... There's growth. I, I think maybe not even... For, for Roxy and Dirk, I think it's representative of growth. But then yeah. I think for Jane and Jake, it's just the fact that they live in, like, the 1900s. And I don't think that, um, because I think that, weren't they born in, like, no. I have the, no. what? Or, no, they're, that was they, they were, were born, what, what, weren't yeah. Because yeah. they just talk so old they're, sometimes. I get so confused, bro. <laughs> Jake just, like, talks weirdly, and, yeah. Activity just... time chart. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, now they're, they're born in, yeah, they're born in early 2000. Yeah. So I guess, like, yeah. you would expect them to use it, but they simply do not, which is... Well, I mean, Jane's whole thing is, like, she doesn't curse at all. She likes, like, good grammar and whatever. Yeah. So. Jane is such a wonderful, wonderful lad. Wonderful lady. Jake is the wonderful Mm -hmm. lad. They're just so good. But you're right. Okay, I didn't realize. I got confused with the Ecto Baby time chart. (laughs) Yeah. It is is really refreshing not to see them, like, using. It's, yeah, it's real nice. I, good, good kids. Good, good teens. (laughs) They're so wonderful. Mm. I love them. <laughs> I think I have a couple other notes before going on to quotes. Um, they're just, like, a couple, like, callback things. Like, when, mm-hmm. when, um, I love when there's a good callback, bro. So, like, when Jake. Really? I would, there were so many callbacks. I'm like, okay. So I get it. I love it. I don't know. <laughs> it just makes my brain I normally happy. do, too. But, yeah. Like, when Jake got beat by the bro bot and was, like, it was, like, the parallel to when Dave got beat by Dirk. And they were like, yeah, I just got beat real bad. Um, that's pretty much all there is to say about it. Oh, wow. See, you picked up on a lot of stuff that I did not as well, which is very cool and fun. Yeah. I think you you do a lot of big things, and I'm just like, I love a good, tiny, <laughs> single word, single panel thing. <laughs> it makes me happy. And then, like, the iron, I'm sure you noticed, like, the irons in the fire and the mixed metaphors came yes. back at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I put... Um, there was a part where Dirk was trying to get out of his room, but he couldn't because his door was blocked. Um, by what? Um, by a Captain Snoop <laughs> statue. And I, I put, Bria probably loves the Captain Snoop statue. Cause I, feel I like, did not say a single thing about that statue. I'm surprised because I feel like you love all I, the Snoop Dogg references. I thought it was funnier how there was Michael Sarah, just like a picture of Michael Sarah. It was so good. In Jane's house. It made me think of you all. <gasps> I was going to make a note of that, and then I was like, I shouldn't. But I definitely, I was like, Michael Sarah. Oh, love. <laughs> but yeah, quote time? Quote time? <laughs> quote time. What quotes see you? I have I have a couple. There's a f- Oh, I did I did save the hallway Sarah. You did? <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. There's I have to um there's a cuz I have a few quotes. I have to decide which ones. I guess I could just rapid fire go through some of them, but I need to like open some pages for a few. You can start us off, Bria. <laughs> Here's 
one where I was like, I like how Jake speaks. Um, <laughs> this is pretty early on, but you know, so Roxy is like drunk, like all the yes. time. So she like makes a lot of like typos uh, in her pester chum, and so Jake says. And I'm in need of, I guess, neutral and totally non-compromising advice from a friend. Do you think that Miss Zwipper Pips <laughs> might unseal those scandalous metal choppers for a bit? Fuck, that also sounded kind of dirty. God damn it. I thought that was, was that was funny. so cute how Jake was trying so hard not to be suggestive in any way. Because Roxy is extremely suggestive all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> also, it's so funny how Jake, like slightly roll like he doesn't full role play like Nepeta does but he'll just like slightly role play some things particularly with Jane in their like first early conversations it's so funny I'm like Jane yeah <laughs> he'll be like undoes handkerchief or something I'm like king <laughs> so fun then speaking of early Jane the first quote that I had was talking about her and her dad so it says in public you and your dad made quite the pair Everyone could tell by a glance that you were your father's daughter, sired from his loins directly and genetically, through what was undoubtedly a natural <laughs> process of human procreation involving a man and a woman. People would definitely nod and say, yup, that little lady sure did emerge from a womb on account of that gentleman's awesome virility. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she did she not. She did not. So, did yeah. not. No virility there. Well, maybe, but not... <laughs> here's just a quote that i saved to make fun of you oh no (laughs) i swear to god if it's one of the quotes i've written down i will laugh very hard um this is uh john talking to jade and he says you are you are like a furry now but not really the weird kind that people on the internet like to have sex with in their imagination yeah 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 so it's okay to be a furry, Ale. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. This is also at Tangent. I don't know if you should put this in, but remember the brony I told you about? Yes. He's also a furry, so oh. I'm trying to be like, I'm also like, it's okay that I dated a furry. He's bad for other reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll... Yeah, I think I'll censor slash cut that in case. I don't think he'll ever listen. Probably. No, he won't. Oh, if not, I'll keep it in then. Okay, if he's not. I I think that quote was funny. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep that in then. But, um, no, that reminds me. Oh, I forgot one of the notes I made. I just thought it was so funny how Dirk mm-hmm. really liked Rainbow Dash. And, oh, it's one of the quotes Sorry. I have, I think. Um, is it? I think it was one of the quotes where how he. Yes, okay, it's, I have to get to it. Anyways. Um, some of the (laughs) other quotes I have, one is from, uh, Jane talking about, I don't remember the comedian's name, someone who has a mustache, and, uh, it says, her dad thinks that his corny redneck shtick is just the funniest thing since sliced bread that was sliced by a hilarious (laughs) clown with a laugh knife. I was like, that's so cute. That was, uh, Foxworthy. Yes. I only know him because I studied him in my anthropology class last summer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we watched, like, a, um, a documentary about, like, language and stuff, and he was, Interesting. like, featured in it, huh. because he has, like, a whole thing about how, like, southern people speak. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's his, Dang. like, shtick. 
<laughs> oh my god, speaking of furries, I have a quote from Jake where it says, you'll show that curmudgeonly strider who's just a gigantic shitty space furry. Literally, what? When that happened, I was like, what do I not remember about strider? A lot of things, apparently, is what we have learned. Yeah, we don't remember a lot of things about a lot of things, it seems. But that's okay, because we're relearning. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this quote that I have um, is from Kanaya. <laughs> She's just carrying her chainsaw, going out, and Karkat's like, where are you going? And this is how she responds. Clown hunting. <laughs> and I love So that. powerful. <laughs> I, you stand Kanaya. For real. Okay. Um, there's one, this is when Dirk is introduced and says, you're cool with dabbling in the fine sequential arts and your work could be viewed by some as borderline pornographic. And to those, um, it is not this word. It got autocorrected to (laughs) Philippines in my phone. That is not the word. I think it's like (laughs) Philippians, something like that. And to those, whatever, you'll be heard wondering, what the fuck do you mean borderline? Yeah, I think about Dirk a lot. I think about <laughs> Dirk a lot. <laughs> he is such an enigmatic man. I just, yeah. everything about him is so, ah, oh, and I love how he's like, dude, I can't live up to my bro. My bro is like so enigmatic, but I'm like, dude, you don't understand. You are the enigma in the other game. I'm like, oh. So crazy. Oh, he's going off. Oh, Ziggy is creamy, screaming. <laughs> Um, I think I have, I think I have two more quotes. Okay. Maybe three. Uh, I don't know. I just, like, saved stuff. I have, I, I like, six. <laughs> oh, okay, then we'll keep going back and forth. Okay. <laughs> you go now, because I just you, went. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I thought this quote was cute, um, that the autoresponder Dirk was saying. <laughs> He's talking about how he would, like, you know, show his feelings for, for Jake. <sighs> And he says, if it's me going through with this, hypothetically, I'm not dropping some limp, some lip-wristed shucks buster on his ass and praying to the horse gods of irony for reciprocation. There will be no rocking back and forth on pigeon-toed feet while my face flushes with the blood of a thousand timid fishes. <laughs> I will not hold one tentative hand behind my head like a flustered asshole from an Asian cartoon, nor will an oversized bead of sweat overlap ludicrously with my vis- vis- visage. Visage, If it's me, I'm going all out. Oceans will rise, cities will fall, volcanoes will erupt. Uh, I thought that was so uh, cute. Uh, I know. I, I love Dirk and Jake so much. So much. And, oh, that just reminds me of when Jake and Jane were having their conversation and how he was like, well, me and, me and Dirk would always joke around and be like, we're best bros. Like, And Jake would be like, if you weren't a girl, like... We, you know, it could be more yeah. than best bros. And then he was like, but, like, I thought about it, and I was like, is that even, like, you know, like, does it even matter that he's not a girl, you know? And then he was like, is Woke that weird? No, he was like, is that weird of me, Jane? And Jane was like, not at all, but obviously she was, like, freaking out because she likes him and stuff. But I was like, yeah. Jake, you are just so wonderful, and I love you. <laughs> I was so, I just love Mm-hmm. Full of love. Today we love. Today we yearn. This oh, section was this yearnful. Is big yearning, bro. 
Um, <laughs> the next quote that I had, I thought it was very silly. It was on the second character selection screen with, like, Roxy and Dirk. And it says, mm. you are in absolute command of your destiny as long as you don't pick the two characters who are grayed out, which is the universally understood UI convention for non-clickability. <laughs> also, as long as both <laughs> other available choices are finished being drawn, we are passing out free will like cheap cigars. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. Because I do, it, it would have been so funny, like, because, you know, there were people who read this as it was being released. If you're just mm-hmm. trying to read dark section, but it is simply not finished. <laughs> So yeah. your free will is taken from you. There was an order to it, Ale, like you had done. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was. So this one that I have, this is like, I think it is the one reference, like a callback reference that I saved just because the original quote was so good. Mm-hmm. And they <gasps> reference it a second time in this section oh. um, that I did not save because I was like, all right, we're going to reference it again. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I see how it is. Um, but... This is Roxy, and she's saying she's escaping the, what are they called? The, the, the I don't know, the exiles? The chess men. Yeah, the exile, I called them exiles, I didn't know if that was what they were. Yeah, they, they look like exiles. But anyway, she goes, everybody out of the goddamn way. You got a lab full of cats, a skirt full of scamper, and a head full of vodka. Dude, I, really like that. I did not <laughs> realize that that was, because I have the other quote written down i didn't realize that one was a reference probably because i don't if it wasn't in all caps that is my it is in reference to my favorite no i had the other one i have the everybody out of the goddamn way i got a lab full of humans a mouth full of yelling and a tortured psychological profile full of totally hysterical emotions and unaired grievances at practically everybody i had that one written down Oh my gosh, hive mind, am I right? Yeah, because when you said that, when you were like, it's one of my favorite quotes, I was like, oh, is it this one? And it was, just I didn't realize the Roxy one. Yeah, it's uh, the Club's Deuce quote. I know. I I love him. I didn't recognize it in that moment for some reason. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Then I did, I did indeed have the Rainbow Dash quote, because I thought it was so cute. It was like, your interest in these cartoons, ponies, is strictly academic, okay? No, seriously. What? (laughs) <laughs> okay, fine. You love this one in particular. This one particular little rainbow horse, unironically, is that such a crime? And then the end, it just says, she is so spunky with the little heart emoji. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was so cute. She's so spunky. Dirk giving every brony rights. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. But, I, but it's Dirk. This is what happens. Yeah. You know? Every. You get you win some, you lose some. I don't know. I feel like I'm winning everything with Dirk. I just love him. Yeah, he's great. I have one more quote. Okay. And it is my last quote. I think I have two. Ah, oh, love that. So, um, it is... I should have found it beforehand. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I tried to command F, but um, there's a lot of... Okay, found it. There's a lot of things that also have this word in it but anyway i just like this quote even out of context um and dave goes you don't ask about mayo that's not what you that do was with mayo i was about to say bro <laughs> it's such a good quote i was i literally have that entire page i was like this th- that entire page what is it page i i literally just it is it up page right four seven ten so fun that single page so phenomenal <laughs> anyways also all my mayo haters out there 
fuck mayo. Uh, you don't like mayo? We don't ask. No. You don't ask about mayo. Fuck mayo. You don't ask about mayo, but you enjoy mayo. No. I love mayo. I don't like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. Well, I mean, there's probably some people who like it by itself. Not I. Mm. I like it on a good <laughs> ham and cheese sandwich. You know. That's, you know, like I can, I can respect it, but I personally don't want it i just i like it's just it's just egg and i don't i don't like that valid valid. (laughs) okay now i only have one quote since the mayo oh my gosh it worked so well well. (laughs) i feel kind of embarrassed because i like i find a lot of these quotes funny but like i laughed out loud at this quote and when I was, like, looking at my notes earlier, like, I almost laughed out loud again just looking. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to hear this quote. <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid. I, I Don't bully me for this because it's so stupid. No, I never would. I don't know. It was, um, <laughs> it was David Carcat talking, and they were insulting each other, and Carcat was saying, how Dave smelled really bad in like troll language (laughs) and then Dave says he says oh yeah well check it out you smell like if someone took a dump on a butt (laughs) I I read that and I did like one of those laughs that's just like like out loud I don't know either, dude. An insult. It's an insult. Yeah. It's you such a good insult. But <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We have zero brain cells. <laughs> None. Uh, yeah, that's that's the quote to end on, I guess. Yeah, that's it's the vibe. It's the vibe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our antics. Yeah, that that was a time, and we'll be back for another time next week. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. We're getting so freaking close, bro. Like, we are we almost like at 5,000. five weeks left. That's crazy, bro. The rings. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that'll be it. Well, we'll see you next time here at um soon-to-be-renamed podcast. Hussies, bitches, but like in a in a res- responsible in way. In a responsible way. Or we can find someone else <laughs> with a last name or first name Hussie. Yeah. It could be ha- or we could be Hussies. <laughs> like we talked about. <laughs> the, Who knows? Yeah. The fucking look at us Mobius reach around. Yeah. It all comes for a full circle, baby. <laughs> See you next time. Bye everyone. Bye.